It's number 40 in our path. And it says, I feel my Lord in my soul holding his chalice, his tears of sorrow for our brokenness fall one by one into the chalice. He thirsts for my companionship. His gaze invites me to remain with him and just to be with him. I remain next to him, with him, as he cries God's tears of sorrow for each of us. I am not called to do, but just to be with him, to accompany him in his sorrows. Through the grace of God, my soul is living in the hidden life. The world does not understand the hidden life. It is God who does, who suffers, who redeems. But I enter and live within the words of the Mass, through him, with him, and in him. This hidden life is not a state of inactivity, but of great activity. It's a participation in the activity of God himself. I am accompanying my Lord who suffers for all. This is peace. And the fruit of this peace is joy. And that's what I felt happened in this rosary today. That we, the mothers of the cross, accompanied our Lord in his tears, specifically for souls that are being bound, forgotten, and our Christian brothers and sisters. And then I felt the Lord tell me that he had words for the mothers of the cross today. This is in the Blessed Sacrament. So I wrote down what I felt the Lord speak in my heart, and I'll read it to you now. The Lord placed in my heart, I need you. I need each of you to bring my tenderness in mercy to the world. It is love manifested through the tenderness of God that has the power to touch the hardened hearts of many souls. My little ones, learn from Mary, the mother of God and your mother. Her tenderness is the tenderness of God. Her tenderness is manifested in her silence as the love and mercy of God 
radiates from her gaze. Her gaze is the gaze of God. And her gaze has the power to penetrate the darkness of Satan. God the Father desires that each of you become the gaze of Mary upon the earth. And I ask the Lord, how, my Lord, do we become Mary's gaze? And he said, by learning to live my tenderness through silence, my little one, the eyes is the window of the heart, and it is I who dwells in your hearts. You must believe that through your fiats to be my victim souls, I have taken my abode in your hearts. Allow my merciful love to radiate through your gaze through the power of silence. The power of God radiated through Mary through the power of her silence. Remember what I taught you about silence. So I feel this is pretty much the teaching for today. I, I, I'm going to have to really ponder it and, and pray. But it's actually, I, I thought, in the series of, of reflections, I've been asked by God to give the community on faith and do we believe. Um, we covered last time, take heed, be attentive. And the second point was what? Be quiet, silence. And so I feel that again, the Lord brings the attention of the women, of the mothers of the cross, to tenderness. Tenderness is a virtue that is radiated through the faculties. It's as if what the Lord is showing us always is that the love of God touches, becomes flesh through tenderness. He has spoken to us in the past of the tenderness that is manifested through our hands. <coughs> the Lord went 
through a time with us very specific on the importance of how we use our hands or fail to use our hands to manifest the tenderness, the divine love of God. The Lord has brought to our attention our words, what comes out of our mouth as a means to bring forth the divine love, the merciful love of, of God. And now the Lord is focusing very much on the gaze. The gaze of the Father, he's saying, is the gaze of Mary because Mary lived in union with the Most Holy Trinity. So through the power of the Holy Spirit on earth, Mary gazed and the penetrating gaze of God himself moved through her eyes to all the people. And the Lord is bringing a connection between the power of God's gaze that dwells within each of our hearts that wants to gaze at souls and penetrate that darkness to bring the light of God but there is a connection between this gaze of God penetrating through the window of our eyes and silence. It's as if I sense interiorly, I can see, I can feel the silence of our Blessed Mother. It's as if the union with Christ in the purity of Mary's heart, in her immaculate heart, All that activity of the first teaching from the path number 40, Mary lived and was able to live through her silence. The Lord taught us in the section of silence in our path that silence is the embrace of love between a soul and God. And now the Lord is saying, I want my love and tenderness to penetrate the hardness of souls. And I want my gaze that lives in each of your hearts to move through your eyes yet we have to grow 
in this silence, which is unity. And somehow, I find that all of this is related to our mission with our men, with the call as warrior women to fight against the demons of impurity. Um, I'm just speaking from my heart to you right now. We have, um, the Lord keeps moving me stronger and stronger. It's as if there's a force inside of me that can't contain it to speak and to pray and to enter greater silence for the unbinding, especially of our men, of our boys, to pornography. And the Lord is teaching us that Mary is the one that crushes the head of Satan. She is the warrior mother, the warrior spouse, the warrior women. And how does she do it? You see? And the Lord is saying, Mary, the gaze of God is all power because it's all love. And I could see like Mary, her silence of union was so great that I would imagine that people that were in the presence of Mary, she just sat there and you would look at her and it's as if she, God would penetrate the hearts of the apostles, the, the darkness, just through the gaze of Mary's eyes. But specifically as a woman, the power of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to penetrate Satan is through her tenderness. And through the years of the formation of a mother of the cross, our formation has been so strongly by God in um, healing our feminine hearts in tenderness. The more that I have spoken to women, the more that I see that one of the, what Satan has done to the woman is in our woundedness is to make the woman in order to, to feel safe, hardened. And many women I see there's a harshness. We have lost the capacity, the power of a woman, and we see it perfectly in Mary, is the power of the tenderness of God himself, because God is tenderness, manifested specifically through the woman. And so it's as if Our Lady is teaching us today that to help our men, to, to help our husbands, our fathers, our sons, our grandsons, our nephews, our priests, our seminarians that he's placed in our hearts, 
in our life, the, the, the women in our community that are, have to suffer the pornography in family members and husbands and children, that it is going to be through the power of our gaze. coming through more and more the silence of the union like we did today of remaining with the Lord and suffering his tears. It's as if that union of silence of just crying with Jesus for souls that are bound that without us even realizing it, without us even realizing it, that gaze, penetrating gaze of God, of that tenderness of love and mercy, and mercy will automatically flow from our eyes. And so um, this is what I feel that the Lord wanted that has flowed from my heart to you. So I'd like... Um, for you to share, you know, how you're receiving this and um, whatever God is moving some of you to share in, in, in this cynical. Okay, Luz, okay, Luz here in Miami. I, I don't want to move this because okay, speak slow because Maria is translating. Okay. This is Luz sharing with us. Um, I want to share that for the last um, maybe two, three months, um, I have been praying constantly that Our Lady teaches me to be silent. I, in my house, there's battle going on all the time, and it was all the time I was responding and reacting to what they were doing and I I begged the, the Lord to help me be quiet and I asked Our Lady every morning I will consecrate my eyes my ears my mouth so that she would help me because it was hard because um, it was either confrontation or they were screaming at me or they were telling me stuff so I have started to do that more and more and it has become part of me, which is amazing because now when, you know, when there's a battle going on at, at home, um, I'm quiet. And at the beginning they were telling me, so now it's the ice treatment that you're giving us, you know, oh. that, that that's, that's what it's the, the new form of expressing but I kept on and now it's it's easy it's part of me and it's not that I'm alienated from what's going on but I feel peace which is I know it's a confirmation that it's a gift from God because I I am able to respond like you said with with kindness which was impossible before so when you were talking, I was praying because I knew 
that that's exactly what the Lord wants. You know, it's it's a peace that comes, that it's a peace that nobody can take away because it's not force. It's not um, that I am doing it to myself. It's it's a gift. So I just wanted to share that thing that is definitely God's will for us. It's even my husband now when when things are going on, he comes back and he grabs my hand. So I know that it's working. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Luz. Thank you. Can I share? Yes. I will still be at I have this book, um, uh, The Joy of Full Surrender. Uh, and the other day I picked it up and I just opened to a page. Uh, I'm not reading the book, I just opened it and I, and he was talking about souls that are united to Christ, that are one with Christ and that, you know, suffer for the world, victims and souls, basically. And he was saying what you were saying about that there's this power that we're not even aware of when we are humble enough to give our wills to God and surrender to God and you're in that union with God and that when you're in that silence and in that union with God that there is this power that we're not even aware of that is not us because we're miserable it's God working through us and like you're saying through our gaze and our tenderness that just goes flows flows through us and it just impacted me because how he said that there's there's just this power and it's what Father Ron I've been listening to Father Ron's teaching a lot because he talks about that power too there's this power that is God's power when we in our woundedness are united to him that flows through the world and we're not even aware anybody else hello this is lisa um, I just want to thank you again um, in the in within the community within the Mothers of the Cross for the last three teachings that we've received. Um, what Father Ron shared with us was the beginning. Am I really a victim soul? I mean, that was a, an examination of conscience. That was I I. I took it very, very much to heart, um, and then, and then the, and then the shaking of the trees. I love that image, shaking the trees. Wait, you can't. We, hear we're me? not hearing anything. No. No. They all hear Lisa, I can hear you in that. We, we hear Lisa. We hear Lisa. Maria, you're translating Lisa, but we don't hear Lisa. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where is Lisa? Uh, I, I'm here. I'm here. here Lisa. <laughs> I can hear Lisa. Lisa's in. It's there. She's not on camera, but no, she I'm is. Not. She's spoken, and we can hear her. So something is okay. wrong. I'm sorry. Now we can hear her. This was oh. Are you okay? Am I there? I'm sorry. We were just in, sitting here in silence in Miami. <laughs> That's, you know, what, that's that's what our lady wanted, right? Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. So, uh, so just keep going okay. because. So well, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you really quickly again that I'm very grateful personally, and I wanted to say for Father Ron's talk on the victim soul, kind of like an examine examination of conscience. Are you really living as a victim soul? And I I think it was one of the best explanations, uh, which was about how we react. That was very powerful. And then when you went off into uh, Isaiah and the shaking of the trees and, and, and they're very, very simple, but very powerful, like bullet points that, you know, for simple anawims, which is a new word I learned here in the community for little ones like us, you know, I need simple bullet points to follow. Um, so I I just want to thank you because I, I feel that in the spirit of the, the last talks that we have been receiving, um, I've just felt such an anointing on all of them and including, including what the Lord gave you today in the Blessed Sacrament. Um, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to, to, to say thank you, you know, thank you for, uh, and thank the Lord and thank our lady for, for teaching us these very, very important, uh, reflections. And, and I think he's been preparing our hearts to receive them and, and, uh, like, like lose Lucia, that's so beautiful how she took it to heart. Um, and I just, uh, I don't know, I just wanted to say that. Thank you. I can't thank you enough for, for these reflections. Thank you, Lisa. I, I think Lucy's point, her struggle, I think, is maybe the struggle of most of us, especially in the context many times of our families. We might be quiet elsewhere, but sometimes with our own family members, with children, with our own children, with our own spouses, with our own brothers and sisters, um, it's really hard for us as women to be silent and, and to learn more and more the discernment of in the silence when to speak, moved by God, and when to remain silent. There's a discernment there, too. Um, but it's hard for us because many times it, the, the movement natural of our hearts, mothers. The, as mothers, <laughs> right, is to, is to respond and to react. Um, so I would say... Maybe, you know, one of the most important fastings 
for the formation of a mother of the cross, even more so than food, is the fasting, you know, of, with silence. And that's why, you know, years ago, and for me, it, it, it's constant. I, I feel that the Holy Spirit is constantly, constantly bringing me back to silence. I would say it's been personally for me the biggest struggle and continues to be a struggle. But the words of the Lord at the beginning were constantly, and they've been coming back to me, is mortify yourself in silence. And I would say for the training of a mother of the cross, when you know we can say well how do we know when to talk or when not i would say we're much better off learning to be quiet yes even if we're supposed to speak we're better <laughs> off being quiet because that's the harder thing and in that mortification of silence the lord will show us when and how you know but even when we speak, the Lord is teaching us today words, the gaze speaks. You see? The gaze speaks. And the gaze speaks a lot. It can speak good and it can speak bad. Because about a month ago, I was feeling hurt and you know kind of upset with one of my sons and he came home for lunch and I didn't say a word and he looked at me and he said I come home for lunch and you greet me with that look of you know in my gaze he did not see the tenderness and merciful love of God. He saw my anger and my disappointment and my upset. And I didn't say a word. And there the Lord began, I think, a profound teaching to me that continues today for all the women. And I was shocked because my eyes were the window of my heart that spoke to him, but what was in my heart was not good. <laughs> and that's why the Lord is saying, the closer we are to him, and in that union of love, our gaze will speak the tenderness of mercy. With, you know, So I think this is an important formation that God is giving the mothers right now is speak the, the gaze of God speaking through our eyes in silence in tenderness and that key teaching of the Lord I'll, I will type it and send it to all of you and Maria will translate it but it is what God wants to manifest is his merciful tenderness through us, our gaze. So he's going to provide us that tenderness. <laughs> Absolutely. The Lord, it's the tenderness of God himself that is within us. 
but we have to be willing to mortify ourselves in silence, like our Blessed Mother. There's what you said earlier. Okay, Elena, you have to speak so she has to translate. Okay, Elena has a question. Or, well, just a, uh, a, a comment. Okay. <laughs> um, it's in our woundedness that comes our hardness of heart, like you were saying. So if we are stuck in our woundedness, it prevents our tenderness from coming. So I can be silent but not tender. I can't, through my gaze, like Lourdes was saying, give my husband, my son, whoever, that love. And they sense it, like your son sensed it. Yeah. So we need to see where that wound is and work through that wound, which is what the path is about so much. Even before we can allow the tenderness to come, we need to be healed. Right. And it's all united. You work on everything, you know, together because even our healing has layers, right? And sometimes the Lord has always taught us to work backwards. So it's like Elena saying, like the Lord taught me is, just like he had told us years ago, he, the Lord taught us, I want you to pay attention to your hand. How you use your hands or fail to use your hands. Because the condition of our heart is revealed to ourselves through our faculties. And all of us in the community back then were amazed I remember Zokia speaking back then of how much we would push our children and shove them. <laughs> and we weren't even aware of it. I remember Zokia coming, this was years ago, and saying, I'm in shock of how much I push and pull my children with my hands. I had other mothers of the cross tell me, I'm in shock to learn that I was never consciously aware that I hardly use my hands, that I love my children, but I hardly caress them. That was huge for a lot of the mothers of the cross. And that revealed what Elena was saying, a profound wound in our feminine hearts of not having received affection from our mothers and how that also was affecting us. And so now the Lord is saying, he knows how little we are, the Anna wins. So he's so good to us. He focuses on little things for us because <laughs> he knows we're very limited. <laughs> so now he's asking us to focus on our gaze. And that's what Elena just said. She's realized, just like I realized, that many times she can be silent, but her gaze is the gaze of disapproval or resentment. And, and if we begin to notice 
how we're looking and gazing at the souls God's given us, we will discover the, the woundedness and brokenness and sin that's in us, including the sin of pride, of righteousness, because the gaze of judgment is a penetrating gaze, but it's a gaze of, of darkness. And we gaze like that too. So the Lord is purifying our heart through the gaze and asking the mothers of the cross to specifically be able to look with the gaze of tenderness. Entonces, I wanted to mention something. This is Maria. Um, les, les voy a hablar en español y en, y en inglés. Quería mencionar algo. Um, many times when we're trying, you know, like not to go into um, like the evil of the look. Muchas veces cuando intentamos no ir al, al mal en la mirada, um, then we become vulnerable. Entonces nos hacemos vulnerables. And what we show is the profound pain that we carry inside because of that wound. Y lo que enseñamos es el profundo dolor que llevamos dentro debido a esa herida. And the reaction also from others at that time, many times is not good. Y la reacción de las personas a las que estamos mirando con ese dolor en ese momento tampoco es una reacción buena en muchos momentos. So we are not looking with resentment or with anger. No estamos mirando con resentimiento ni con ira, but the pain is so intense and our eyes are so open from our hearts outside. In, pero nuestro dolor es tan profundo y nuestra mirada está tan abierta um, del corazón hacia afuera como las ventanas de nuestra alma that we really reveal the deepness of that sorrow que realmente revelamos la profundidad de ese dolor and that is very also very unpleasant many times to spouses, y eso también a veces es muy, muy doloroso, o sea, molesta mucho a nuestros esposos. Um, I would say more adults. Yo diría más que a adultos instead of the children, en, en vez de los niños. Um, los niños can rea pueden reaccionar con sorpresa. The children can react with surprise to that, that, to that sorrow. Sometimes they're like that profound sorrow that you cannot contain. A veces ese profundo dolor que no podemos contener y nos echamos a llorar con nuestros hijos. And we explode in, 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 in profound sorrow. It's a profound sorrow. But without anger or resentment. Pero sin ira ni resentimiento. When it has happened to me in, in many occasions, cuando esto me ha pasado a mí en, en, en muchas ocasiones, I would have even put more belittled and make fun or ridiculed. Incluso se me, entonces, um, ¿sabes? Me, han, me han tratado peor, me han, se han burlado de mí, me han llamado llorona, me han ridiculizado. So, that also, it's, it's, it's a reaction that you can have from others from your, from your gaze. Y ah. eso es también una reacción que puedes tener eh, por la mirada. Okay, Maria, that's a, a really excellent point. That is really amazing and beautiful. But here I would say, that is the gaze of love crucified. 
And just as Jesus is gazed in the Garden of Gethsemane, and our Blessed Mother's gaze of sorrows is a major problem for many because they, even the apostles couldn't handle it. They had to go back to sleep. They couldn't handle seeing that pain in the gaze of our Lord because the pain also reveals the sin and woundedness and brokenness of humanity. So if our gaze in our pain of those we love at times reveals to them their sin and their brokenness and their woundedness, they're going to lash out and not want to see it. But there we have to me, that is where you move in the spirit because I know you, Maria, and if the Lord and the spirit moves you to become vulnerable at that moment, to reveal through your gaze the pain in your heart, we have to be willing to do that. That gaze is the gaze of God. That gaze is his tears, is his pain moving through us. And at times, God wants that gaze to come, even if we are rejected. Because just like Jesus, that gaze is revealing something to others, and they don't want to see it. 